So and welcome to another episode of Rebel City Podcast. This week's guest, we have the incredibly talented Mark McGowan. Uh, Mark's a singer-songwriter from Glasgow. And um, I had actually had a few people like message me recommending that we get Mark on. Um, and I couldn't be happier at the recommendation. I deleted my show notes and we did this a couple of weeks ago. So I'm actually trying to remember what we spoke about from memory. So if I do this intro and then you listen to the episode and it's a load of shite, then please, like, no, really my fault. But um, we uh, spoke to Mark about how he got into music, sort of early influences. And it was nice to hear that he had some eclectic influences uh, to his music, more soul-based, which you can sort of guess if, if you have a listen to his music. Um I was interested to hear what it was like sort of being a solo artist and not having that sort of group that I was used to when I played in bands, uh, bouncing ideas off of. But it turns out that he's got a few trusted friends that he likes to bounce ideas off of. We spoke about the themes that are in Speakeasy's latest AP. Um, we, we were talking about just like how underappreciated what music and art is um, and then went on to like what the future holds for Mark a really nice guy um, knows his stuff like talking after talking to him sort of realised like really intelligent but also what a voice this guy's got um, underrated in the Glasgow music scene like a million percent I'm absolutely buzzing for his gig on Saturday night Um and other than that, I just really hope you enjoy the episode and check Mark out and all the streaming platforms, Spotify, so that he gets a quarter of a penny every time you click play. But check him out, um, follow him on social and get along to this gig on Saturday. I don't think you'll regret it. So hello and welcome to another episode of Rebel City Podcast. It feels like years since we've done one. It does. It's been two weeks. Uh, <laughs> Wait, been two weeks a week on Friday? It's been like I ten days out. Aye, it feels so long. But, um, the joys of having them all backed up. I know, yeah. that's it, man. We can take a wee break, but I, I don't like doing that. It, it almost feels like, like am I, do I still do it? Am I still doing this? <laughs> anyway, this week's guest, uh, I think this might be even be episode 50 or 51, so... I've um, completely lost track. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I just wait for you to post that. <laughs> 50 episodes of a podcast, man. Um, this week's guest is Mark McGowan. How's it going, Mark? I'm good, thanks. Nice How's you doing? He's all right. Um, been listening to you. Your back catalogue, the air quotes, uh, <laughs> your back catalogue uh, on Apple Music this week. Uh, and got to say, mate, like, your voice is up there with, you know what I mean? Like, if people uh, are saying, like, guys like Capaldi's got a good voice, even though I think his music's absolute fucking shit. <laughs> um, he's got a good voice, like, your, your voice is. can score off the list. Uh, <laughs> he's never fucking. Nobody coming in, in anyway, fuck's sake. Um, I, 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 I mean, my, my missus was saying to me, like, that's. In the sort of same sort of league as Paolo Nettini's voice, ah, right, weight, right. which is just I'm a bit prettier, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> definitely. Well, um, so have to tell me all his hair to be fair. <laughs> so like, um, just you want to give yourself like a wee introduction, like what what you about, like where are you fae? We'll say that like uh, scheme thing. Where are you fae? <laughs> um, I've stayed a lot of places in Glasgow. I was actually originally born in London. Lived there, I was five. And then when my mum's originally from Glasgow, she was down there, met my dad, blah, blah, blah. That kind of finished and we get shipped back up to Glasgow at mm. five-year-old with a Cockney accent. Oh. Went to school in Brigton, went to Sacred Hearts in Brigton. So, you know what I mean? That was cool. Can you imagine Surprisingly. That's a Cockney accent. <laughs> surprisingly fast for a big one, actually, I learned it on. Um, and then I kind of moved out west to Partick and I've been in and around my side of the city since then really, aye. <clears throat> so. so what was the 
How did you get into music? Like, has it always uh, been a big part of your life? It's always like I'm a like a major passion. Like, it's always like weirdly obsessive. Way, I always did us like songs instead of sounds. Mm-hmm. Like when I was dead young, man, we're just like spending all my money on singles and stuff, and can hear him just rattling them like 20 times in a row and I'm do you know why that's never changed it's like folk will go oh you into this like all of this artist and stuff and I'll go oh they're amazing and then I need to catch myself because I'm like I only know that one song song. (laughs) I could genuinely spend like a full day listening to it do you know what I mean but the rest of it I'll go actually no I don't I'm not into that at all, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. that one song I'll get dead obsessive about. Buying singles just purely for B sides. Like that's I think that's something we miss nowadays <clears throat> is B sides, man. Like, uh, like you start. <laughs> it's like everything you need you had to go looking. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And maybe searching was part of the fun, but mm-hmm. where everything was right in you. What was the first single you bought? Were you uh, um single? I don't know, but I remember I was buying the score. The Fuji's album. Yep. Quite young. I've got like a distinct memory. I'd gone into Fort. Yep. And buying it out. Kind of feels as if everything was always a fiver in Fort. And still <laughs> is. You know, inflation's got nothing to do with it. But I remember buying that. And I remember vividly actually buying it two or three times. Because like, one, like, I'm really clumsy and careless. Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But I was always like, I have to have it. Kind right. of thing. That is a top drawer album. So, I, I don't, I, I mean... I guess you could call it hip hop, but it's got a lot of things that I think are maybe quite prevalent in what I've been doing recently. It's like almost like the soulful kind of gospel mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's not like out and out buying hip hop kind of, which like, I'm, I mean, I guess I remember on Primary 7 as well, me and my mate like constantly listening to Snoop Dogg's yeah. first album, Doggy Style. Right. And, and then when I look back on it, I'm like, that's like, so expressive no I was just like it's no age appropriate like but I think we like hip hop's one of my favourite genres and, and I think lyrically do you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. about like syllables and how they match and how you can add like depth to things like, yeah. and make them descriptive mm-hmm. and stuff so that's kind of always I think for young people hip hop I mean we had uh, James McKen James no James McKenzie James McKenzie's an old guy James Maguire for uh, Drunk Therapy. Yeah. James McKenzie was in, uh, he was in a band. I don't know. And he was talking about hip hop. I think for young people especially, hip hop just feels really accessible. It's like the punk rock, uh, like that sort of time. Like where you don't it's... listen to it. It's no, um, it's no Be Here Now, where right. you're listening to it and thinking, oh, they're in a big mat. It sounds like they're in a massive studio. It sounds like they've spent hip-hop's raw. We could make a hip-hop album here. Fucking you know right. I mean? I, 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 you, could, you could absolutely. I'm a bit busy today. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I could sit here and mumble for 20 minutes. But it's really accessible, and I think that it, it's, I, I wouldn't, it's, it's no, lowest common denominators know the right thing, but it's like sort of, it's, it's bare. You know what I mean? It's I words and a beat pretty much and, and you can you can hear what they're saying and I think the I thing think the skill itself is the words. Like I mean obviously the like the voice is their instrument in that sense and it's like just like this the stories they can paint mm-hmm. and stuff like and like you say it's like right there and it's dead primal. Yep. You know what I mean? I always thought as well that, you know, growing up around about a similar time, um, that you know, we were in a pure indie heavy like music uh, sort of bubble in uh, the UK in the sort of nineties and early sort of two thousands. So the hip hop that made it across the water was the best of the best as well. So the stuff that you were seeing uh, yeah, and hearing was like point. you were just like pure wow man, that is dynamite and it was such a contrast to all the jangly guitars and shoegazing that we were getting at the time. Uh, so I could just pure jump to it at you. The you artists that one making it over here were like the, uh, the cream my whereas now there's like so many raps rappers you're like oh, I don't know that I don't know this aye, I've, I've completely I've got no idea aye. like I mean I know hip hop guys through other like Wiz Khalifa because he's weed range like right, I don't okay. know any of that guy's aye, songs okay. I've no idea aye. that that guy if that guy's good or what you know aye, what I mean I've got no idea I still I, I still know Dre, Snoop Dogg like even if I was listening to hip hop I'd still listen to Tupac do you know what I mean right, like, I would right. be like Oh, let's go and listen to whatever. I know what you mean. And I want you to be honest. I know I'm going to pure sound like an old fart here, but it's fucking shit, man. I mean, it is garbage. But 
Whereas like that those, South Park thing where it's just your ears, like young people, are like no, I love that, like right. that, that sort of sound. I mean, I can imagine like my dad trying to sit down listening to Slipknot, for instance, uh, and gone like, aye. "What the fuck?" That's aye, just noise to me. me for I example, done, like, that's like I've just I've got some pals who've always been like obsessed about Slipknot, but mm-hmm. again, we're into so many of the same things, yeah. And then put that on, I'm like, even like as no like your dad's age or whatever, but like. What on earth? Like when I was saying like about songs and that, it's like I'm like that is like for me that's like by definition it's like almost no music because I'm yeah. like there's no melody, there's mm-hmm. no song I can hear is the drums. Yeah, and, like, the drums it, yeah. are impressive and that like and that some people do listen to music just follows and yeah, yeah. like to pick out something like drums or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's got to kind of be like a song, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a melody running through it. Uh-huh. Like, plus, I, I'm like, mainly be into like singing along to something, so Slipknot is not for me. So you're not screaming at anybody? There's no hardcore metal, uh, like grindcore B-sides for speakeasy <laughs> or anything like no. that. So what was the early influences other than things like the Fugees? Has it always been sort of like black influenced music when you go uh, like, even further back? Primarily like driving about in my mum's motor, her take me and my sister to school it was always like to put a generic term on it like Motown and like the great singers like Sam Cooke Otis like I remember just like Otis Renza voice it's like always been in my ear do you know what I mean and even when you don't know names or songs and that it's like as you like oh I know that song word for word I remember listening to Tracy Chapman constantly for years Mm -hmm. and like thinking it was a guy do you know what I mean? Like until I realised otherwise, but it was like I remember that being up your shock moment. Aye. Like, like, yep. Aye. I saw the, the CD like, oh who's Tracy Chapman? Like, oh that's that woman we've been listening to for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? The fast car guy? <laughs> She's like, no, <laughs> I like, think that's okay. probably a mistake that a lot of people aye. made. Oh, can't even you that one. I suppose that might be something that sort of like generations will be like how did they how could you have known Owen like, right, and st- probably see people before they hear them do you know what I mean aye. 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 Whereas music then, videos. Aye. and even at that man if you look at the cover of the album it's probably not even that easy to distinguish nah. whether it's a guy or a woman anyway nah, just with right. the silhouette and the sort of short hair and stuff like that exactly especially back I absolutely like, do you think that the early sort of stuff still influences you do you uh, uh, 100% I think like um even like if I'm listening to a few different things and that like I always kind of go back to that style of singing that soulful thing like mm-hmm. and like I try and mix things up obviously and try and do different things and falsettos and things that are a bit more direct but like most of the f- things I'm that would like really catch my yeah. ear and say I want to make something like that mm-hmm. would be a bigger voice or a more soulful voice or sort of, or like a wee bit of distinction in it mm-hmm. something like that I get what you mean, but mind. yeah those singers like definitely even like the three or four covers that I do know like inside it are like Sam Cooke Otis Red and Ray Charles like that was quite pure go-to do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so but I'd, I mean it sounds cliched in that and like I always hear a lot of folk don't make music like that anymore because I find that's like a bit of a silly thing to say but there's a certain quality to it maybe even whether it's the production or whether yeah. you're talking about rawness mm-hmm. and there's so many things you can do at a record these days that can make somebody sound like a superstar yeah, when uh, really they're like they're not they're not in that like talent bracket yeah. but you could make someone sound like that mm-hmm. but I mean these folk you can just tell you can just hear it and uh, even the way like the whole say like Spectre sound that that whole soul sound or whatever or mm-hmm. ruin about everything just sounds massive. Do you know uh, what I mean? I you sound like you're in a wee world. I like. love the juxtaposition with these things, and again, I, I, I kind of relate it to what you say about we don't really date any more in music because that with the soul and like R and B and funk of the early days and the stuff that you're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the blues. It was always really like uplifting music to like often really tragic stories. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aye, like, there was aye. this like 
friction between yeah, what you were hearing and what you were listening definitely to. Definitely you know get that. I definitely get that. It's like, fuck, oh, that song's pure depressing. I'm like, no for me because it sounds so good. Aye. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's where the enjoyment And that's comes, what these people's you know. experience were at the time. Oh, they were aye. used to expressing themselves in really vibrant aye, terms, like but they have been through some shit. You know aye, what I mean? oppression and that. But again, if it's like, it's still entertainment on it, so see if it sounds great. <laughs> Then it's great to yeah. listen, or it brings enjoyment, and that that's sense. why it's but always you, historically like resonated with you know what I mean. Uh, Working class people in the UK, even all the way back to like Northern Soul and the Wigan Casino, like, there was this instant connection. With, you uh, know, definitely, scale, it, was you much, know what I mean? it was very much appreciated over here. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think that the? I mean, I think that that the the talent, like when people say, like, I think you've you'd be dead easy for us to go, like. <laughs> Whereas, like, Sam Cooke or whereas right. Ray Charles nowadays. Yeah. But the talent that people talk about, I think, is just the work that they had today because they didn't have... You couldn't just auto-tune a voice. I mean, if yeah. you think about, like, that sort of time in the early 2000s when the types, the likes of Britney Spears or even if you bring up, like, pop acts like Katy Perry mm-hmm. and these types of people, you listen to them, you, you hear them going on whatever bullshit TV show they're on and you're like, she actually can't sing. Aye, like what the yeah. fuck's going on there? And <clears> like, it's because they don't need to put the work don't in. Don't necessarily have to be. Able they to don't need to. Aye, like aye. guys like Ray Charles, he had to be. I mean, he had to play that live in a studio. Yeah. There was no editing. <clears> there was no. Oh, just I just go back to that wee bit there, aye. and I'll and I'll I'll do that again. Yeah. Or let's overdub the vocals. Had to none be of so that. Practiced. Had to be fucking precise. Yeah. And, and also. They were work courses as well. Like before they even get a chance to go into a studio, they probably played like four hundred, five hundred shows to like maybe which uh, is just something that I think gets kinda lost. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's, uh, it's, it's like they're as sharp as you can be, they're as like rehearsed as you can be, whereas maybe it's like a massive act, it's like they're only going to play a few shows a year, really are they? And like you say, they've got so much technical help and that. But <clears throat> I also think that comes out of uh, like guys like that. I mean, folks are like oh god given talent and maybe that is the case to a certain extent but they also like I think deep down they wanted to be like they wanted to be that good mm-hmm. if you know what I mean I mm-hmm. think that's an individual thing but it's like they're geniuses eye but it's like I think maybe when you know you're that good you try even harder you know what I mean because mm-hmm. they, they must have been like total perfectionists so yeah like I mean, you I know we, it's off the cuff, I think we know a lot about guy, like Ray Charles in particular. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. that guy just played all day. Not, yeah. I mean, people didn't. We've got. I think there's there's a lot. He didn't have as many dishes. He was nearly like playing FIFA. Not I mean, playing his piano. I mean, even yeah. if I, even when we go back to, like, I think well, of a similar age, when I was like. I mean, we're saying off Mike that you started playing at 21. I started playing guitar at maybe like 14, 15. Aye. I did nothing but play that uh, guitar. Play guitar. I mean, my right. fingers would be so fucking sore. Yeah. And I didn't really want to play. I mean, FIFA wasn't as good. Let's just say, it wasn't as good. It yeah. wasn't as addictive. Like, there's so much that goes into that. And it wasn't like as networked and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It. You could go and play someday in America mm-hmm. at three in the morning. Kind at, of. That, at that sort of age, the only thing that I wanted today was be able to play the next song. Like, I, I, I didn't think, I think there's a lot goes into it now, but now you're seeing, like, and I think Bieber was probably the first one. He uploaded a fucking, a, a video of himself singing on YouTube. Right. And then the next minute, he's a fucking superstar. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. and almost that. overnight. Oh, and uh, so yeah, people yeah, see yeah. that and think, I could just do that. So why should you? Craft your fucking ass I mean, uh, again, I think that's like whether you're into the craft, mm. uh, like whether you love that or you love the results of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, well, for myself, it's like, <clears throat> see, because I play on my own, basically, I spend like hours in my bedroom yeah. playing my guitar. Mate. Mm-hmm. And see, as much as sometimes I'm like, I say, this is dr- like literally driving me crazy, or <laughs> it's no much of life in a lot of ways. Let's see if you want to take that away from it. So it feels as if I'd, I'd have almost nothing to like, define myself, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, so if it was a big, massive thing, there was all these other people involved and I didn't have to do that because like, you're 
massively successful overnight, or yeah. you had the best producers in the world, or you had songwriters, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know whether I would enjoy that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, this like, maybe the 10 nights <clears throat> a year you play a sold out stadium would be all right, but like during the day, it'd be like, I mean, I know. I think <laughs> even a lot of the time, you see for a lot of people that they think that going and doing the gigs is like the bit that they don't enjoy. I'm a bit like that. Do you know what like, I mean? Frankly, I know it's like I could beat myself up a bit. Or like, no, you should be buzzing for us. Like, what's mm-hmm. up with you? Like, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of like because there's no much difference to me. Like, if I'm playing on my own, like getting up and I don't even need really sound check when I go to play a gig. So it's like the biggest gig I've played today or something like that it's like right i'll get there sound check i'm sound checked in like two minutes aye. plug it in ring <coughs> aye what's all right uh, let's aye. hear a vocal then it's like there's no difference between when i'm looking at my bedroom wall or so the gigs are a bit like some of them are amazing do you know what aye. i mean but and i've had like amazing nights and stuff stuff times where you like play totally outside yourself mm-hmm. and you're like even during the song, you're like, who oh, fam, like, oh, I sound like an angel, and right? I sound amazing, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But there's other things where you're just like, nah. Nah, going I, through the motions a bit. You like, think a lot of the time. That's a real problem. When I mean. you're on your end, it's going to be difficult not to get stuck in your head sometimes, especially whether, whether you're on stage or off stage. Especially you know when you're what? that well rehearsed as well, do you know what I mean? Because there's no, like, there's no real kind of second guessing do mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I always kind of strive to be like well we spend that much time doing it like the goal is to be like perfect mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like when it's like some of the techniques I play on guitar and that it's like they've took forever and they've took hours and hours and hours to get to the yeah. point where to me you know what I mean they mm-hmm. sound like whether it was I was trying to emulate something or something that I couldn't play, mm-hmm. the journey between like not being able to play it and getting there is like, uh-huh. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. do you have somebody that like, do you have people that you bounce ideas off of or is there somebody that you'll go here by the way, I think this is just about ready, like tell me what um, you think or are you just like, I'm happy with it, right, let's go? When it gets, like when it gets to that stage, like maybe if I've demoed something mm-hmm. or like put something down on my phone, I would maybe send it to folk mm-hmm. but I mean the creative process like I think I know whether I like it do you know what I mean like yeah. I know a lot of things kind of <clears throat> a bit precious about it I know a lot of things kind of make the cut so it's like okay. if it's a wee idea that makes my heart skip a beat or something a wee note or something or a wee technique I'm like right let's run with that yeah and it can take months you know uh-huh. what I mean? but I think that's my own fault you know what I mean that's like me one being like a total procrastinator but two also like I don't really want to let it go you yeah. know what I mean and I enjoy that but mm-hmm. I try to perfect things but mm-hmm. we've spoke a couple of times on the show about the sort of the mythology behind music and the way that it, well I think that we've agreed when we're talking to the multiple people <clears> that we talk about music that there is this sort of bullshit element to it where people uh, talk totally about like uh, oh like Black Sabbath went to a, a, a log cabin for three days and, record, <laughs> right. and wrote and recorded Paranoid and it's like the greatest metal album of all time and you're like right okay and then you hear another story where it's like oh no they worked on that album for about four years yeah. before they even <laughs> I kind of know what one I believe aye, I exactly aye, aye. like I, I found that a lot of the time that when especially when we opened the door to people know so much guys like Matt but there was other people that we would bring in we'd be like come on down the studio while we're working and people would be like oh that's fucking what, what I could do and what, mm-hmm. I, what I watch she's like and then they see the process and they're like oh 100% is this that like, yeah. and you're kind of like aye we've been working on this song for like two years and yeah. it's like we're still <laughs> not nailed it and aye. people are kind of like I remember one time somebody was like this isn't the way that music works like it should just it should just happen and that's that we i found it really disheartening that i was sort of get second guess myself and doubt myself and going maybe that maybe, maybe it should just work maybe i've just not got it special i exactly aye, how aye. come how come i don't just have <laughs> no, it just aye. like Fall asleep at night and writing like, fucking hey Jude. How did that all happen? Somebody bashes at a drum fill and the next thing you've got YYZ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I kind of like saying Messi didn't 
uh, play football till he made his Barca debut that <laughs> night. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> exactly that, the that same is, thing. That is it's probably like, the it best just analogy. came out of him. Yep. No, it didn't, mate. It came out because the boy's been stuck to his foot since he was seven years old. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I and yeah, it, is, it is natural. However, it's very much learned and rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, if well, you should ask the people like if they want to pay thirty quid to go and see that guy that's not rehearsed. One of the biggest bands of your generations, the Libertines, and I don't think right. they can't ever fucking. <laughs> I see if they did, then they should they should retire because they can't <laughs> fucking play. Them. Not live, but I mean the record. I felt is, but Aye, yeah, they, they're a good example. That's of, such a disappointment. That, but and it's like I was saying this to somebody the other night. It's like I've got this, this mate, and it's like if there's an artist you love, like you could go and see them. And no matter what they do or what they say, he's got to say, oh, it was amazing. Wow, man, right. that was so good. That was like, like pure romantic about it. And, I, and I'm like, it was awful. Like, what are you talking right. about? It was terrible. I went like, and seen them play in the Barrowlands and I came out, I, done, I was with an ex-girlfriend and her, her mate. Right. And I was, I was sort of like, mm, I don't know, like, I'm not, I think, the upper bracket had just come out and I was just right. kind of like there's like three good songs on it like aye. I get that the three good songs are fucking yeah, like, bangers, aye, but there's aye. a few on there that I'm like mm. and plus I was into rock so it wasn't like so it's really a bit soft for you aye. it was just a wee bit too ramshackle for my right, like, okay. at the time I was right. like I think this is tool do you know what I mean I was aye. like pure that guy's not a drummer like right, that guy can't play guitar <laughs> but anyway I, I can remember coming out and going and they were like like you said and I had the exact same experience at the Yeah Yeah Yeahs as well. Right. They were all like, that was fucking spectacular. Yeah. And I was like, no, it wasn't. I was stunning in the middle of place, gone mental, gone, this is fucking right. See, that's my problem. Not and somebody said to me, oh, it's all about the atmosphere. Right. I was like, go to the football. Exactly. Like, I'm a musician. I'm not going to gigs for, for the guy next to me yeah. going mental. I'm going to gigs to listen to a band. Like, I've seen Rage Against the Machine on that stage. And they fucking blew my mind. I and I went, it. the energy that came off the stage was just, I couldn't do anything but just go mental. Yeah. But that night, it was just almost like, they just stood there and played. And I was just, uh, you're just fucking rotten, man. Just, you're just maybe, and some I've probably done it myself, or we've all done it, because like, we like someday, but yeah. like, you have a tendency to buy into it all. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But, you want, you, wish that you, you want could... it to be like you want it to be like the greatest guy ever. Yeah. You want it to be like the greatest guy yeah. ever. But yeah. again, let's see what you're saying about going and you want to hear the you like this guy's not a drummer, he's that's not a guitarist. That's like the difference in what like why folk listen to music. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've got like I'm the least technical person in the world when it comes to like production and this and that yeah. and all that. it's like I literally don't know anything do you know what I mean but then you've got folk that are like when I was saying I'm into song not sound you've got folk that are just pure sound perverts yeah. you know yeah. what I mean like I listen to that guitar like and I'm like what guitar like mm-hmm. because I'm maybe listening to the singer or the Aye. do you know what I mean so it's like but I think like when I when I see a lot of things maybe it's like it's just we, I don't know, I'm starting to get older, cynical, but I'd also like, I'm no like that. But when I see things, I'm like, that's just pure gimmick ridden. Mm-hmm. I was like, who's on the writing? Any sort of like, it's sound, but I'm like, it's it's all gimmick, it's all about an aesthetic, or it's mm-hmm. all about a trend, or yeah. being, and it's like, I mean, I guess that's the way things are, but I think for me to fall in love with something. It's, 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 it's via my ear. Do you know what I mean? Like music, you know what I mean? Like pop music has become really cyclical and generic, and this whole like full dance hall kind of like poppy edge, that, like that beat, nonsense. That beat that's on everything. Just everywhere. Come on, guys. The thing about it is, some of them are like amazing songs. That's you know that's I mean? exactly some what I was going to say. Brilliant. If you listen to that, like that that Bieber album, that song. Sorry, is. Amazing uh, and what a This is a problem. This is that no matter how much he, he does, I mean, he put an amazing <laughs> post during the week about his mental health, not. And I think that mm-hmm. to be fair, like guys like him leading the way, fucking has yeah, it's quite do a lot more than yeah, definitely fuck, than aye. me sitting here on my podcast sure, talking aye, about aye, it. So I know, you can all do your bit, but like and he's. 
Oh my god, that's my phone. Oh, sorry, sorry mate. mate. Don't worry about it. You know my ass is mine. That's a wee joke, guys. I got that thing off my mum, and for some reason she had uptown funk as a ringtone. And I was like, I'm just keeping that. <laughs> I'm not like, hitting that out, I'm shooting sure. <laughs> <laughs> when, like, when it goes off, folk will be like, What's that about? Aye. And I'm like, I'm I don't so, think you need to worry about like uptown funk when we were like critically no, analysing Justin Bieber's no, music. Right. There, I you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I was going to say was is that, that there's this sort of like cookie cutter approach that happens where whoever it was, and I doubt very much that it was Justin Bieber. I'll put money on that it's been his producer that's been like this is he's wrote maybe wrote the song and then he's come in and he's went this is the sound that we need to put on it yeah. this dance hall sound whatever this yeah. is going to be and like that this. guy's got like 10 files or something and they're roughly the same exactly beat, but then you, now we're what i mean sorry came out maybe 2019 2016 three four yeah. years ago and we've had three four year i just absolute fucking cut and paste yeah and, and i think that that's what pisses me off like uh, I, I listened when that, when that off, came out when sorry came out I can remember like taking screenshots in my my Spotify and like laughing and posting it on Instagram and being like ha ha but it's fucking phenomenal it's, it's phenomenal it's a, it's a great song same as Little Mix they've wrote there's been a couple of their songs that are great well, Girls Aloud yeah. a couple of their songs that were great but I there just seems to be like this sort of weird somebody does something kind of special and then it's it just sells, like, and then it's let's like, replicate let's copy it. That. Let's just copy and replicate it. I wonder where the fuck that came from. Like when did that? I think it comes from money. Basically, mm. do you know what I mean? Or like this, it's like f- pop music's like formulaic to an certain extent. Knew that, knew, like the business model is as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like that guy, like great looking guy, great tune, millions of pounds. Mm-hmm. Let's do that again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Is it a concern? Because, I mean, in terms of, obviously, what you do, um, not to say anything's generic, but I've always found myself, when I've been at club gigs or whatever else, and somebody steps out with acoustic guitar and you go, right, cool. Or you go to an acoustic guitar, like open mic night or something uh-huh. like that, and it's, you know, just guy after guy with it. And I, I sometimes feel maybe shit gets a bit samey sometimes because mm-hmm. folk are just, you know, um, trying to bash out mine. Yeah, uh, Dylan or whatever yeah. it is, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, how do you... Like separate yourself in that sense because I know that we uh, guys like Jerry Cinnamon, you know, to an extent, Louis Capaldi, and whatever it is, you know, starting to come back in that one man and a guitar is actually like thing. becoming, uh-huh. you know, a bit of a popular trend at the minute. Um, I mean, <clears throat> well, like, while those two guys did like very different things, mm-hmm. um, is it like, it's a really good question in the sense that <clears throat> I get pissed off being. So you get like a promoter puts you on a bill mm-hmm. and I feel like regardless of quality or standing mm-hmm. like or whatever, it's get the guy with the acoustic guitar out first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then quite simply because you're a band, mm-hmm. it could be like your second ever gig. <laughs> and you also uh, could be, like, quite uh, frankly, terrible. Like, I'm not going to be about the bush. Like, if, I, if someone's, like, not good and, mm-hmm. like, know that arsed either, I've, like, I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm say, course. like, pat in the back, but my own opinion would be, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But regardless of whatever the case is, it's like, let's get the guy the acoustic guitar out mm-hmm. to kind of warm things up. And, like, I've kind of like not do as many gigs over the last year or so because of that. Right. You know what I mean? And just quite frankly, nah, man. Like, not into it, not taking that, like, not sitting there and like Aye. playing warm up to that. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I think that's kind of influenced like the Speakeasy EP mm-hmm. and how it's like got that band sound yep. now and it's like bigger soul songs. And as much as like, Acoustic guitar, like, was the instrument I like, learned everything mm-hmm. on. Kind of moving a bit away from that and, like, even do something just for, like, electronic beats. So, yeah. I mean, recently I've, like, for this gig, this will be the first time I've ever played with, like, a full band. All right. For the majority of it. So, as much as maybe folk would say you don't have to, like, move away from it. Yeah. It's maybe something I kind of want to do because it's, like, no, I'm not just that. Like, it's not just 
one man he's got talent like oh mate you must listen to Bob Dylan on it yeah nah mate I'm not too Bob Dylan you know what I mean like no I'm not like pure obsessed with just that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's just like an instrument I am like love the acoustic guitar do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but no I'm kind of like right like I'll I'll write on it try and evolve it Aye, I'll always kind of write on it and stuff. But, mm-hmm. but There's a lot of really cool people doing really like new things on the rain, you know, out there. I, I can't remember the fella's name, but there's I guys who are playing guitar what, what off the back of drum machines yeah, and all that stuff sort of like that. Stuff. Yeah. Like, it seems to be that this is Aye, something I, that other people have kind of took on board as I well. I feel like I'd kind of do anything just now. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Or would be into... I think like a lot of folk always, like like you mentioned, going about like uh, the voice and like the the way I sing mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I feel like I've kind of cultivated my own kind of guitar style after a while. Like, not like totally unique, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But innovative to a certain extent. Um, to the point where people are going to hear it and like... On when someone comes goal, up and says, like, hard. wow, that like finger style's mm-hmm. like amazing or like, I love that we hang like... And that that's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? All those lyrics are great and stuff. Like I probably take a wee bit more from somebody coming up and saying like, "I oh, like, love your voice" and that. But at the same time, I think it's that's the most pronounced kind of quality of the music is like when I sing. So maybe the songs I'm starting to write are more direct. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're just like about me singing. But if you hear like, if you say you've gone through like things i done like the first song i done was like a song called bonnie and clyde and that it's like dead intricate acoustic yep. guitar and like softly softly and um then very quickly in scotland like oh you've got acoustic guitar you're a folk musician <laughs> and i'm like Celtic connection <laughs> well, I play that and i kind of like love it as well but it's like I'm not just that. Or do you yeah. know what I mean? You're, I feel like you're missing a lot, and I also feel like if you're going to review things like that, I like you're being lazy. Definitely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had done an EP a couple of years ago, and someday it's called Fugazi, and the song Fugazi is like again like a big kind of soul yeah. tune. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's a cracking song as well, man. And me singing, and then it get reviewed, and like. A couple of play and they're like, uh, like going on about this like Southern United States influence, and you would think Mark McGowan's from Texas with this like country brawl, and, and I'm like, you've just like literally heard that acoustic guitar Aye. and one or two notes, and went, ah, oh, singer songwriter who thinks he's Nashville. I exactly. I'm like, no, no, no don't You're spend any time listening to that right. push. So like, don't spend. Is, is he Bob Dylan or Johnny Cash? Exactly. Aye. Aye. <laughs> just like, so it kind of touches on what you're saying. So I kind of do get a bit annoyed. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, he'll see if you're not going to, like. Are you going to pigeonhole us as just some. Just like, no, like, I can't be asked for it. Like, you're well within your rights. I think. The, the guys that we mentioned, as we, you know, asked the question, have shown that there is a market for people to go and perform on their own at the mm-hmm. highest levels. You know yeah, I mean? So yeah. you believe in yourself and you believe in your work, then absolutely dig in and yeah. stand by it. You know I, I mean, mean? It also depends like what your goals and ambitions are, what you define as success. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's totally. like, I've kind of came to the terms, like also there's like a chance it may happen. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's various ways to make a great living like doing music. I've also kind of came to the terms that I won't. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, do you know what I mean? It's a like, possibility that you won't anyway. Well, sure. yeah, I mean, like, cards on the table, like, might not be the case. Like, I might not get the success I've always, like, dreamed of, and I'm not even sure what that is. Do you know what I mean? But for me, I think it's more, always been more, like, acclaim, or, like, critical acclaim than, yeah. like, big money or whatever, or yeah. fame or whatever. Like, I don't know if that would be a great life, but it's not an option anyway. But... I would always, like, I've always sort of put in, like, making a great record and mm-hmm. putting my name on it. And I don't know, daft things like being on Jules Holland oh, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think stuff like that is really, like, really good for a person. Like, no, to be, I know that this will sound, might sound a wee bit defeatist, but no having the stars in your eyes because the, 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 the chances of that happening are slim. Are very, very <laughs> slim. One yeah. in a million, probably. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For, especially, like, I mean, I could, 
one of the guys that I was in a band was always like, you've got like a pure elephant-like memory where I can rhyme off names up. I can tell you the, the, the line-up of the first gig that I ever played. Right, okay. And so, but... <laughs> I can't uh, tell you what happened yesterday. Um, Neither um, can I, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I can't remember yesterday, but fucking, Aye. I can tell you Sarah Bar at Mother Street and the, the George <laughs> right, Square played right. in there. And um, like, so, let's just say there was five bands, right? And let's just say they all had five people in it. One of the guys was... Um, the guy that plays bass in Ocean Colour scene now. Right. So all the people that were there, he's, one of them has went on and he's not even, he's not even in a band that he's a session musician yeah, yeah. that's subbing for a guy that's no longer in like uh, a big act. So yeah. if you were to go back to him and say then, what does your idea of success look like? Now he was in a band uh, called The Renells and he would have probably, oh yeah, I know that name. So he'd have uh, probably uh, been like, I'm going to, I want to be Liam, Liam and Noel Gallagher, like yeah, my brother, course, right? But uh, now, if you're saying to him when he's in his forties, with the success of he's playing fucking bass for Ocean Car scene, so that guy's yeah. made it like big no, time. I, mean, I would I, bite off somebody's fucking horn to go and tour with Ocean yeah. Car scene. So I, I think that that's really healthy. That you're like, do you know what? I've got, I've had an EP out, um, Speakeasy, which again, it's fucking excellent, man. Yeah, like, that, the voice sounds amazing. Like, I mean, I've listened Dana to that. Yeah. Getting on Jules Holland, fucking go for it, man. Like absolutely. No, I mean, don't do you know get me mean? wrong, like I'm no at all like try to make out that I'm no a dreamer because obviously today kind of what we do to the level there it's like you have to be and I always have been anyway but um yeah I think folks like know that I'm like it's hard to say I mean you say like I'm grateful for that like for like the the few opportunities I have had like I am grateful in that but it's like at the same time, it's like, I will always want more. It's like, I'll never be content in, mm-hmm. in a musical sense. But my contentment wouldn't come out of, like, stars in your eyes type uh, of yeah. kind of success. <clears throat> like, the best thing about that would be, like, a security. You know what I mean? Okay. It could provide for myself and others. Life. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And even then, I've never, like, related music money because like we've always been skinned then mm-hmm. do you know what i mean but yeah. I, I mean that would be nice but it would be more i'd love to put my name on something that i'd love basically like for something i make to be listened to by or listened to or bought by 10 million people like that's where the satisfaction mm-hmm. would come from mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like but not at all defeatist like i mean no. like this last six months like opportunities have come my way that haven't as to yet so mm-hmm. I'm at a, a great stage where and I'm working with some cool people and kind of have that back in that team now yeah. whereby I mean it's not beyond the wildest dreams that over the next year or two especially what I feel I'm right that he might start climbing these yeah, like, yeah, I can yeah. see like the steps of climbing the ladder certainly mm-hmm. but and there's like there's maybe a ceiling but I feel is I think this is one of the big mistakes that like people starting out in any sort of creative industry make whether it be I mean I've joked in previous episodes about you know starting to write a book while I was at uni mm-hmm. and was like I'm going to be like pure booker prize winner by 25 of and course, like, uh, I'm now like well nearly 40 as he keeps telling everybody um and like no, that is, I mean, I think I'm not even like a third of the way through that book, you know what I mean? Like, so I think having set the expectation of myself so high and having that uh-huh. pure, as you say, stars in the eyes dream, it's actually really like counterproductive to the process. And I think maybe bands, again, you get out to your club gig and you go into the box, you go into Sleazy's, you go to St. Luke's or whatever it is, mm-hmm. 200 year mates show up, everybody's applauding, everybody's after you, singing along with the words and you're absolutely buzzing and you think this is real, we're uh-huh. doing this. And then, as you say, the reality a 10, 15 year career sets in, and uh, people realise that they didn't set realistic goals in the first place, right. and all they've done is set themselves yeah. up for fail. So, I think having you know priorities to create something that you're happy with and something that you're happy to share with, and then seeing where it goes isn't necessarily something I would consider yeah. the I would say it's actually probably yeah. quite a good way to I, approach I, I, it. I also do want to paint the picture that it's like I'm no still dreaming or whatever. Of course, it's like I've got like like I was saying earlier about how much I love the process and that like creatively mm-hmm. and when it comes to like music that it's like I've 
get like a right fire in us, do you know what I mean? And I don't think I would have maybe wrote the stuff I wrote if that wasn't in the case. And it's like, I was just talking about like various levels of success. And that, uh, the idea that I might never make a coin of it is like, basically is what I might have came to terms with. Mm. But I'm ne- never going to come to terms with like, like, I mean, next, right, I'm, next week I'm still going to like, the greatest song I've ever written or one of the greatest songs of all time kind of you know what I mean so it's like as much as that sounds stupid I'm kind of also like why why not I've got a real calibre focusing on the work like that's perfect though like if you're no even being open (coughs) pushing and going no do you know what I'm capable of writing then a a fantastic song or like Mm -hmm. a song that people listen to in 10-15 years and be like that's a great song I think that what if, if it then it'll really come across right when I was explaining is is that people push no, for fame. I, yeah, I understand. I think there's I, a lot of especially in twenty nineteen, and we're talking this this relates back to the sort of Bieber chat, that people are only really that bothered about the work. Of course. And only I, really bothered about what you're doing and saying Instagram like I fame, want, I, yeah, I, want yeah. I want a great body of work. If I did say say for instance, like and I'm in the same sort of uh, space of like if I see if I had the choice between famous or writing a great body of work that nobody ever fucking listened to mm-hmm. I think I'm starting to shift more towards this side and wanting yeah. the great body of work I would love I'd, aye, I would much rather sure, be aye, that, yeah, do you know what I mean like, I'm, like, I'm quite I'm quite strange it's, like, it's very much mine you know what I mean you're mm-hmm. saying there's MDLs involved yeah. in the creative process <clears> and that and it's like that's like by design I know do you right. know what I mean it's not that I'm like a reclusive person or what like I'm very much the opposite do you know mm-hmm. what I mean but this is mine and it's like to a certain extent it's like by being a musician I've kind of foregone a lot of stuff like owning houses cars whatever blah 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 yeah but like that's one thing I have got do you know what I mean and like to a certain extent it my own vision of myself, it's like that's kind of what defines us, mm-hmm. or that's what I want. Trump's all the other stuff for you, but I like I'm not at all discouraged about the whole thing because no. it's like I mean, I listen to my music, I've got ears that I know, like I think it's like I'm I'm chuffed with it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, it's like it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's no, it's like it's brilliant, aye, it's aye. like good for you, you know what I mean? Like, that's as well, mate. I know, like of what calibre it is kind of whether it's the most popular type of music whether it's this and that like I know it's like and like I'm, I'm very like I'm very proud of it you know yeah. what I mean and I mean those songs are songs I wrote a couple of years ago like what's happened in the last 18 months as well is like I take massive encouragement from because yeah. I kind of know what I'm sitting on and mm-hmm. it's like not at all a arrogant thing or whatever on that because it's like it's all happened by design and day after day and day after day. So it's not like, oh, I'm the most, I know musicians that are like, wow, like mad, naturally talented. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm maybe just quite fortunate that like, I can vocalise it. Like, do you know what I mean? That's what mm-hmm. people hear. Yeah. But they can come in and say, oh, like, play that and just play it. I'm not like that. I've not had that education in it. Mm-hmm. So... I am like I'm not at all discouraged. I don't know why no, I paint that. No, 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 not at all. If you if you ever like sat down and thought I'm gonna write something like so like the EPs, do you write them with like a sound in mind, or or do you want like do you just let stuff flow like naturally and uh, whatever the best sort of four or five songs that's the best four or five songs that's gonna go on the EP, or do you set out with a sort of goal and a theme in mind before? Um, Mm, strange like that like, I mean to keep it kind of relevant that group of songs speakeasy mm-hmm. is like uh, kind of a wee bit like I don't even that wasn't really by design no it was right. like and even then like speakeasy was like a couple of verses until the day that I had to actually go and record it right. and then I was like it's like great, but it's no got a song, and then the song just like it's just like right, I'm just gonna try repeating like speak either, mm-hmm. and like right, that's quite hooky. Let's do that. Bones was a song like Bones was actually one of those songs that was like 
no other five minute song mm-hmm. you know what i mean all the all the best songs are written in five minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was actually one of them strangely enough um and then there's a song on it being honest with you there's a song called rules reverse there's a bit in it i'm auto-tuned oh. but it's like, it's kind of more for effect a sound I, and I'll kind of be honest with you, like if you asked me to sit and play that, then I probably could do play it. Like, <laughs> I could play the guitar hooks and all that, and I could make the right noises, but like, uh, like no to romanticise things again, but that was kind of like a wee bit off the cuff and like forced into doing it. Like the guy I was working me was like, that hook, like that vocal melody, it's how it keeps going around my head. And we just kind of done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it's so it's like, a good bit of collaboration as well. Like I no, I guy's very very clever guy. And then what's the other one? Betty. I, I think they're like quite. I think they're varied, which I quite like about right. my tunes. It's like, but also makes it harder to sell. Apparently, because it's like it's no pigeonhole. You can't just go, yeah. this is indie and you're on uh, this is indie playlist. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's kind of pop. That's kind of soul. That's folk. Whatever. Uh-huh. But um, since that, I feel as if my strength would be like in the kind of soul songs, kind of like Bones and Fugazi, I would say, are like mm-hmm. the best things I've done. Mm-hmm. And set a template, know that I'm going to copy them and stuff, but it's more, uh, it's more of a sound. So maybe Aye. I've been a wee bit more manufactured in the last year or so mm-hmm. as to like what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of need to do that, don't you? You yeah. kind of need to like, I think you've been doing the route of writing and, and having that sort of varied, Aye. like, this is what I like, I like this, I like that, but then once you've got some songs, like nine, ten songs, and you've got, like, four that are in this sort of space, and that's the best of your work, mm-hmm. I think you would actually be a wee bit sort of, no doing yourself justice, if you didn't actually consider, let's go and write some songs that are like that, Aye. but better, like, and keep evolving. Like, you know I'd I play mean? in the right position. Do you know what I mean? Like, kind of, <laughs> everything's always a football analogy with me, but like, do you know what I mean? If you've got skills, put them in the right position. Do you know what I mean? Like, so essentially, like, maximising. Although, saying that, I've got, well, kind of, it's about to be mastered, this single. Don't know exactly what the plans were are yet, but like, about soon enough, and it's it's basically an indie tune. Right. Know? So, like, a massive thing for me was buying an electric guitar. All right. What did you buy? A Gretsch. Oh, nice. Oh. So, but I'm like a complete virgin when it comes to electric guitars. Right. You know, I've only ever played acoustic guitars. Uh-huh. I thought, like, oh, you need to get that set up and all that. I'm like, well, it's got the strings, not like, what's <laughs> it, what, what do you mean, get it set up? Like, so then it sat there like dormant for about a year. I just like strung it. Ah, yeah. And then kind of get it fixed up to go and rehearse with the band that I go to play a show with. And then now that's all I play. And that's been the case for like six months. I can bash so, out four chords in the White Falcons, my dream woman. Like, <laughs> I fucking love that guitar, the Gretsch, man. And like, no, that's influencing my sound because I'm like hearing everything via an electric guitar. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like, having, quite frankly, having like been so obsessive about being like this finger style guitarist mm-hmm. and being able to do all these quite calm. See, when I like play electric guitar, I'm like, I slip playing a ukulele, that's a doddle, do you know what I mean? Ah, yeah, and I then I look at them one. like, use our chances, let's ah, make the guitar <laughs> bands, I'm like, this is an absolute canter. I, I went for a nylon strung, I had a, like a wee nylon strung acoustic that ah, I learned how to play everything on. And, you're, and you going for that to a strat. You've got a horn transplant. Ah, exactly, but like, you, go, you, you go to a strat and you're like, ah, this like, is like, like you're saying, you feel it's like this just, is like a wee toy. Aye, like, pretty much. So it's so like, easy to play, but then you it, play that, and then you go back to the Nile, and you're like, right, fuck that, and putting that. Back. It's so much easier, it's, so like more accessible. But then it it does kind of like influence your sound that mm-hmm. as well. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Have you played any of your older tunes on the electric and went, oh, by the way? Uh, there's maybe a couple. <laughs> I there's maybe a couple. Like you don't you need to do like a lot less on the electric. Mm. So what I'm finding is when I'm playing electric with the band and that and it's like everything is easier like physically mm-hmm. as well do you know what I mean um, singing is much easier mm-hmm. you know what I mean one you're not doing as much of two things at the same yeah. time and some things like on this big <clears throat> massive acoustic guitar I don't know why I bought something so big but 
I've been playing it for you, but you purely need to put your back into it. Do you know what I mean? Aye. With some things, it's like it's like a physical graft almost. Mm-hmm. But no, it's like uh, I can just sit here and like, or I can just stand here and like, everything comes a bit easier. Mm-hmm. And then singing's like, more fun. Basically, you can put more into the actual gig and just enjoy yeah. it. Like maybe then I actually try to play. Aye. so it's it's totally different. But anyway, got that electric guitar went along to the record one day and was like, oh, would you think of this? And he's like, right, let's stick it down. And then he's like, right, just do a live take. And then like, that's what we've ended up using. So I'm like, always quite happy with that. Everything I've done on that EP and this single seems quite like the, the process, like, is like, oh, it's like, no being romantic and airy fairy and all that, but it's like it was like quite organic or like did just come out. It's yeah, kinda uh-huh. like and the songs changed a lot since I done it that day, but see what came out is that day, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a wee a certain amount of charm to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's like there's a beauty in like imperfection and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But what I done that day, like <clears throat> I day quite like it. Mm-hmm. So I think you've put the work in to get yourself to the point where you can actually do that. It's and just the noise that comes out to me, like, uh-huh. I, I can enjoy it, do you uh-huh. know what I mean? But I know folk have made records and I'm like, why are you even bothering me? Because it sounds like, sounds like one of the worst experiences of your life. Do you know? Or you got like 15, 20 grand to go and make a record, do you know what I mean? Like, you enjoy yourself, man, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is why you've done it's, it. I, like, I know oh, people where it's... I've done like 800 over, but like, do you know what I mean? We'll I, stop it, Mick. It's you're indulging there's, yourself. There's two sides to that, right? I, I, I know people where gone and making an album broke them. Like, absolutely broke them. And just, just the process of the... the I remember, do you remember uh, Kane? Remember them for years ago? Oh, right. And aye, that, aye. that band get chewed up and spat out, man. I mean, they get signed to Warner and they were, Alan McGee was managing them and they went to LA and they did an album and then. Could just, they not get through the album? Or? No, they did it. it just, aye, but after I hated it. No, aye. by the time they got to the end of the album, Warner weren't interested. Because things change quick, didn't aye, they? Do you know and they mean? just, Warner were just like, right, fuck A year's off, a long aye. time. Aye. And that. And like they had all that experience I think they went and fucking recorded in Sound City and you're like right. fucking never mind was recorded there and they just, and they, while they're in doing their work and they recorded according to them it was a fucking amazing album and they were an amazing band I've seen uh, them yeah. play live so yeah. many times I mean they're fucking class it just that while they were away the industry just chewed them up and spat them uh, and so there's that side of it, and then there's the other side that you're talking about which is kind of like the Metallica uh-huh. fucking when you watch their documentaries where they're sitting in a room and it's kind of like we need to do this because we need to make money and so right, we're going to be here much a business, we're going to be here until this is fucking done they don't uh, want to be there they just yeah. and it's like do you know what today see your deal get to somebody that wants to fucking be there yeah, stop churning so. out bullshit like these are millionaires going live your millionaire life thing, like, you know I what I mean why are you doing success it? would be good because it would afford you money to like I can just sit about my ass do what I want play fives my mates and then get enough money to go and make a record when I want to mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah. some days now some days no, no, I don't need you that. You would really know so if, you, go, I, I, if it was your passion by that point, wouldn't you? 100%. Really, you don't need I, to date I think I'd know that I would, because I don't need to date the now, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but yeah. like, um, but I, like, I thought it was, it was fun, and then I hear all these horror stories, and I'm like, well, that, I feel as if that's your fault, you know what I mean? Or you're working with the wrong people, which yeah. might that's not be say, your fault. It might be the wrong people. But either. also, it's, it's like, vibing. what we were talking about being precious, and that, it's like, I feel I'm precious up to a certain extent, and then, like, feel like I can let it go now, and I can. If I sing it ten times, we're all going to be like roughly the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel that's like with the way production is. You're talking about auto tune. It, it depends what you're making, I guess. But see, that soul song, like, you want it to sound as if. Do you know what I mean? It's human. Ah, uh, you're actually feeling uh, it. It's not like, aye, because it's a certain type of emotion. Uh, you can't so. go and enforce that. No, but you can just go in and sing, but do you know what I mean? See if you're good at singing or good at if you're at that point I'm sure you're good at whatever it is you do. Yeah. Just go and do it. You know what I mean? Enjoy Absolutely. yourself to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But, I think that that's that, that's like I mean we're coming up on a on an hour now and we've got another podcast coming up. So 
Um, but that's probably like a really good sort of message is to see if you enjoy it, see if you don't enjoy it, don't do it. I've, I've been in, I've been in bands where people and seen other people in bands and you're just, I don't, genuinely don't think you enjoy doing this. Like, why uh, are you doing it? I'm not it's too like, sure. Sort of why. It's like all the things that like encompass it, maybe, do you know what I mean? Or think it's cool and all that. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's cool for a while, but... When you dream about it, you dream about being on stage. You don't dream about being stuck in the back office of a recording studio for 19 hours uh-huh. while some guy repeatedly asks you to sing the one line over and over again. When I think about it, I'm like, I've got a few days off, like, I've got a few days I've done nothing, I'm going to, quite frankly, smoke cash and stand my room playing my guitar, like, <laughs> 9 to 5, you know what I mean? Each day now, I'm Set like kind of buzzing for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like this is like me time. You know what I mean? This is fun. So, is it that like? Do you put that amount of like work into it? Is uh-huh. it like a quite, eight hour day? Like, quite frankly, in the last few months, I've had to be like, great, Mark, you're doing yourself. No like damage in that, but see, being that isolated, man, it's no. As much there's a comfort in that. Like, there's a total comfort in it. Like I'm saying, I'm like. Oh, I wasn't to wake bubble. up tomorrow, do you know what I mean? Like, nothing today, like, I'll get like a wee playlist of tracks, I'll listen to it before I pick the guitar up and that, and it's like, I'll wake up pure buzzing, like, right, here we go, start things off, and then before I know it, the day's gone, but then there's the other side to it, like, I've not spoke to him in, like, nine years, <laughs> and I've no. not seen another person, and after, like, these few days, it builds up, and you're too inside your own head, you know what I mean? It's fine when I'm like standing there playing and singing and in my wee moments and that, but when you come out them, you're like, all right, I only need a so this isn't good. So it's like I've purposely been like, and it's also hard to get in finished because it's like too, too many songs or too many bits of songs. And stuff and no actually drawing a line under it because I'm not seeing it as work. It's Which almost, is something that I've struggled passion. with big time Aye. is that I've got about, I've probably got about the start of about a million songs in my uh-huh. phone. Aye, <laughs> I've aye. probably got about two dozen articles on mine. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Old phone demos. <laughs> that's, so. where I, that's where I find, that's where I struggle personally and I think that I've got a lot of respect, obviously not just for yourself but for people that work on their own because uh-huh. I need somebody to help me draw that line. Aye. I bet I'll, I'll put I'll put money on that's just what I'm telling myself. And if I actually put a bit of effort into drawing that line, I'll be able to do it. That's what I'm trying to define as like maybe take a step back and like, like this is like my girlfriend's influence is like the most organized, like just the complete opposite is in a lot of ways. Do right. you know what I mean? Just like, just I mean, the way somebody should be, but like very organized, very impressive, very like doesn't have these struggles that I seem to like have mm-hmm. and I'm just like how can like make a list like that seems like the most ridiculous thing in the world to me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I'm gonna write down what I did, but then it works. Do you know it what does. I mean? Like today write lyrics for that second verse, finish it, and then actually write them, you know like mm-hmm. You waited until you went into the studio. You, you, you need that pressure. Me, yeah, it's a Sometimes bit you like need that, that pressure uh, to actually get something or, or mm, get stuff finished. Whereas you can, like I think, especially in creative industries or artists, if you, whatever it might be, like whether it be writing, painting, you could you could always just keep working. There's always meant to get done, yeah. and I think that there needs to be a, a, a balance of the sort of freewheeling like just flowing and just Aye. writing your stuff and going, I've got another idea, I've got another idea, I've got another idea, and then actually going, right, when are you going to turn the fucking 20 yeah. million ideas into the one song that you're actually, you want to write? And Aye, like, write out the other side of it. The creativity needs like a bit of admin. I need the physical process of going somewhere else and like being with another uh, company to actually like get into I that think zone for my own so health I've kind of been like I need to get up and do well, well, even if it's like I get up and go swimming or something then come up and actually like cook something or like you know what I mean like and sit there and like take a bit of time, you know what I mean, and then and then start to like put it into like wee blocks. I like I'll do a two or three years. Mm-hmm. Instead, mm-hmm. of just all day, me and that. Aye, just do a race all day. But that, that's 
that's what's up, man. Like, thank you, right, man. It's been quality conversation. I really enjoyed it, man. I like these ones where I write down like 10 points and I don't even talk about any of them. <laughs> we start off. Because I'm just blabber. No, like, that, yeah. that's, these are the best ones, man. We start off and then we just all just end up having a conversation. I said this to like the Tom McGuire. I don't know if you've listened to Tom McGuire and the Brussels. I have not. I've been on a few bills with him. We were oh, oh, working with the same kind right. of agent. Awesome. But, uh, I said to. Tom when he was in doing the podcast that I genuinely thought the album's spectacular but mm-hmm. I genuinely mad, think it? that Aye. EP's brilliant it's man you've got a fucking great much. voice man Cheers. and if you've got if you've got if you're sitting on better and ready to come out man I'm buzzing for it and looking forward Absolutely. to it so. no, what have you got coming up do you want to tell people like how they can they can find you um, well I mean like if I was to direct somebody anything I would Go and listen to Speakeasy EP on Spotify, Apple, whatever you use, Bebo or whatever. Um, Don't go to your Twitter feed because it's just football. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's unless you're like, I feel like fan, you might not enjoy my Twitter feed too much. <laughs> but I'm trying I'm try to get away from that and just concentrate on posting about um, my music. Yeah. Uh, like obviously, an artist Facebook page, uh, Instagram. I would say if you get me on Instagram, I like that's quite. I like Instagram for music because it's quite visual and mm-hmm. you know, you learn what you need to know. You know what I mean? But check out Speakeasy, uh, Speakeasy EP on uh, those platforms. I've got a headline gig my first in a while at uh, Mono oh, in cool. Glasgow City Centre. That's, that's a good gig. F- uh, it's a cool wee place, man. Um, that's Friday the 4th of October it's part of the Glasgow Americana Festival uh, it's going to be my first gig with uh, a band basically aye. so I'm like awesome. heavy excited and nervous but it's, aye, it's selling really well I think it's going to be a great night and I feel as if that'll be a wee bit of a watershed moment for us do you know what I mean Awesome, uh, we'll get all shared at the time. Aye, man, I'm going to come along then. Oh, please do, man. But aye, thanks for coming in, man. No, my pleasure. Thank you very much, guys. Great having you, dude. Right, cheers.